My name is Andy Field. You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to the Emerald Podcast Network. My name is Francisca Monahan, and I'm a senior podcast editor here at the Daily Emerald. And I'm Emily Garcia. I am the host of the Idea Industries podcast. Did you series. almost forget I the name of your podcast? <laughs> I almost forgot. Hey, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. If you guys can't, don't remember. Um, Francisca and I actually just got back from New York City. I was there doing um, Ad Week, which is the University of Oregon's annual trip. They take over 100 ad students to the Big Apple to do agency visits and also make connections so they can actually get hired when they graduate college. And Miss Francisca was on which part? Um, I was on the Super J in New York City trip, which is kind of our little ripoff of the ad week thing. Um, but we only take 12 students and we go around to a bunch of publications and have informational meetings there where we talk to some of the professionals that are working there and also hopefully making connections as well. So yeah, it's a really fun experience. Um, The program officially starts on Sunday night. However, my friend and I actually flew in Saturday night because I have an aunt who lives in Greenwich Village. And we had just a really fun time scoping out the city for a couple hours before we had to go to the hotel. But Francisco, when did you come in? Um, Well, I was actually coming from another J school related trip uh, where I was in Jakarta, Indonesia for a conference. So I got in uh, Sunday morning at 7 a.m., super jet lagged and also with nowhere to take a shower and uh, go to sleep. So I just kind of like wandered. I like dropped my luggage off and then wandered around New York City. Yeah. uh, kind of in a daze (laughs) oh my gosh so how did you get to the hotel because I feel like every person who's been to New York has to tell a scary cab story actually I took public transit the whole time we were there really yeah I was really proud of myself I was like I'm super tired but I'm going to take the subway okay so super short story for anybody who goes to New York definitely utilize their public transportation but also just to say you did it Take a ride in a car. That could be a Lyft, an Uber, or a cab. New Yorkers are crazy drivers. Like, when I was driving from the airport to my aunt's apartment in Greenwich, we almost got hit by a tour bus because our driver tried to cut him off. And I literally just had my eyes closed the entire time. I'm like, my first time to New York and I'm going to die. This is great. Yeah, I had had my fill of insane car rides after Jakarta. People, that there's just like no traffic rules there at all. But anyway, we should get on to like what yeah. we actually oh, yeah. learned from the trip. Oh, yeah. Uh, which could be useful to some of you if you're looking to get into the journalism slash ad industry in a place like New York. Sweet. So first and foremost, um, New York City is constantly moving. So that means you have to plan your schedule out way in advance. So that means like you got to be on time. In fact, in New York, if you are on time, you are actually already five minutes late. So be very punctual and be very good with your time. There's constant subways going around and know your routes and be diligent about getting there on time because time is money, especially in the city. Yeah, in the couple days leading up to our visit, uh, as the like the J schools visits, we actually would have to plan out multiple different ways to get to each place we we're going to make sure that we're there on time and that we all know how to get there. Uh, so we had a really rigid um, like 
multiple places a day is scheduled but we knew exactly how we were getting there so it went pretty smoothly but I couldn't imagine doing that without any planning beforehand oh yeah like I know for the ad students personally we each came up with our own plans because all of us had different visits I personally visited I think either seven or eight agencies while I was there in the span of five days and I know people who visited 10 locations in five days so it was basically you're on your own which it definitely gives you the feeling of living in New York but it's definitely crazy. So if you go to New York, if you're going to go and do either informational interviews or talk about the industry with somebody or make any appointment whatsoever with anyone in the communication industry, be punctual, plan ahead so you can be on time. That's like these are busy, busy people and they're making time for you. Busy people. Um, so Emily, do you have any visits that really stuck out or things that you learned during your visits? Like I imagine that our two trips were like pretty different in what we actually did at the places that we went to. Oh yeah. Um, so our week actually started off at Wyden and Kennedy, New York, and we got a great presentation from them. We actually also got food, but then like after that, it was sort of like Deb called us all into a room and is like, okay, you guys go to your respected locations and you got to get there. And I went everywhere from a startup company called Boxed.com right now, which is one of the largest startups out there right now. It's growing at an exponential rate, and it's really, really cool. Got to meet with their CMO, which is unheard of. Um, So it was cool seeing that and seeing how, like, you could take a different route out of the advertising or marketing realm and start, you know, your own startup that's now growing and creating your own brand, which is so cool. Um, So that stuck out to me. But like basically all of our agency visits kind of had the same feel. It was like an hour, hour and a half where like the agency themselves did sort of like a pitch of who they were. And then we had about 45 minutes, maybe more to do questions to ask them about what they do. And it was really cool because you got to develop these connections. And personally, I loved it because I fell in love with agencies I didn't know exist that was so cool but the biggest takeaway I got from just the agency visits alone in general was that you need to go to an agency you're considering to apply for I really truly believe that and it's because you could love the way an agency looks on paper or on the web you can love their work but you won't know if you love it until you step foot in the office and for me I just felt at home at so many different agencies and there were others where I was like I love your work I thought this is what I wanted but I don't think I would be the best fit here yeah I had the same experience on the J end of things like we went to both the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal and I guess like in my head I knew they would be different but I didn't know how different they would feel oh yeah oh my gosh the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal are very different places with very different vibes um the Wall Street Journal was kind of like a little more sterile very very serious whereas the New York Times uh, p- things were a little more casual. I saw like more young people like with tattoos. It just it seemed like they w- they're going in different directions definitely with what they're doing. Moving on. So where do you see yourself going after New York? Do you see yourself staying in the West Coast area or do you think, oh my gosh, I got to get some more of that East Coast action? Well, for me, it's kind of hard because with what I want to do, like I've been kind of going down this podcast radio track all through college and I'm really at this crossroads right now where it's like I either want to do radio like reporting and news or I want to go into podcast 
And I don't think that you have to like divorce them completely, but I am really drawn to the podcast feel and kind of the creativity and the flexibility that is allowed there. And unfortunately, most of the jobs, like there's some places in the Bay Area that are really big podcast producers, but like honestly, they're smaller and they don't have the same resources as a lot of places on the on the East Coast. Like and also a lot of publications on the East Coast are really taking advantage of the podcast boom and they're adding podcast units to their publications and so they actually have resources to pay for people with these skills so for me I'm really looking at the east coast just because uh, a lot of the jobs that I want are there whereas it's harder to find them elsewhere in the country right now at least for the moment what about you I am definitely torn. So right before I went to New York, my brother, who's like one of my best friends, I'm very close with both of my brothers. They're like my best friends as well as my brothers. Um, But my one brother just announced that he's going to, he and his wife are expecting a baby in October, a baby boy. And so I'm just like, oh my gosh, I want to stay so I could like see this chapter unfold for my brother. But the second I stepped off the plane in New York, I just, I fell in love. Like I... I honestly miss New York right now. I've only been back for two weeks and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I want to go back. So I'm definitely considering New York heavily. Um, It's not a place I would necessarily want to settle down, but I definitely feel for the advertising realm, especially in the media planning and strategy position. You want to get your start in New York. And so I definitely feel happy with starting my career out there, spending two or three years out there and then moving to the West Coast, hopefully L.A. area and, you know, settling down there so I'm closer to family. But I feel like New York's a perfect city to live in when you're in your early 20s because it's it's just so full of culture. I mean, I just I loved the culture of New York, everything about it, the mix of the old and the new and what's going to happen next. I just yeah, it's a little hard to get that in Oregon. Like we're a relatively new state and also it's just got not very many different kinds of people. To put it in perspective, for those of you who haven't been to New York or haven't been there in a while, the white population is actually considered a minority. And I was actually told that when I was on the subway the first day we were there. And a gentleman said to us, you know, in New York, white people are the minority. So everybody's very understanding of each other because it's a very culturally aware community. You have places like Chinatown, you have areas like Little Italy, and you have all of these cultural influences surrounding the city that you really don't have that naivete we have here in Oregon that's racially naive. Well, yeah, because I mean, Portland is the whitest major city in America. And I don't know like it's it's always very frustrating to me because like I'm from California which is more diverse than Oregon um at least the places where I was from and uh it's really easy to say that you're for diversity and that you're non-biased when you don't have to deal with diverse people like when you don't have when you're not in a situation with people who are different than you like it's really easy to just say that um if you don't have any experience with actually being in a diverse space definitely and one of the things I want to point out is you can get such a different feel of the city. The city itself is diverse in everything from its people to its culture. Like you go to different places of the city. Like we stayed in Midtown at the Roosevelt Hotel and Midtown is very packed, very urban, very metropolitan in its looks. It's clean. It's kind of almost like, I don't know, it's just constantly bustling. Well, it's like a metropolis. Exactly. Exactly. 
And then you take the subway and you find yourself in Chinatown and it's totally different, a little bit slower paced. Everybody around there is for the most part speaking Chinese or another Asian dialect. So like you are surrounded by people that are definitely different than yourselves. And then you can get on the ferry to Staten Island and it's almost like a quieter Portland area, you could almost say, because it's definitely smaller and chiller in its vibe and then Brooklyn has its own unique beat as well so like each neighborhood has a different feel to it so when you go to New York make sure you're not just staying in like midtown Manhattan actually get yourself out and around the different areas yeah that's one regret that I have from this trip just because the J class like the J class we went to like 20 publications in five days we had no free time there was one afternoon where we had like the day in Brooklyn if we wanted to like we were dropped off in Brooklyn then we just did whatever we wanted but I like had made my own individual meetings for that day so I didn't really get to I was in Brooklyn for like a hot second and then I was back in Manhattan um so that's my biggest regret from the week but oh my Lanta (laughs) oh my my heart just broke for you right there oh I had a pretty good time regardless um so let's talk about what the best things we did were like what was what would you suggest for other people to do if they were to go on a trip like this especially to like meet potential career connections what are your suggestions before you go to new york make sure you hit up linkedin that is the biggest thing biggest toolbox you can use for yourself is if you see an agency you're interested in look them up on linkedin look up your alumni and see who's worked there who you know who may know somebody who works there and start building that connection so you can meet up with people personally as an advertising person i like to recommend cultural things you can do that aren't necessarily agency related directly But definitely check out the MoMA. That's the Modern Museum, the Museum of Modern Art. Excuse me. I know how to talk. Um, Definitely hit that up because you can see some incredible pieces. I saw Van Gogh's Starry Night and almost cried. Thank you, Dave Coranda, for not judging me as I just fangirled over that piece. Um, Definitely take in the sights of the city and you don't necessarily have to spend $40 to get a good feel of New York that's memorable. So for me, that includes like going to the MoMA and experiencing that as well as going to the New York Public Library and seeing its ceiling that has this wonderful design to it. Also, check out, you know, Central Park and also just walk around the city. Personally, I found myself getting lost and I walked into uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral during noon mass on a Wednesday on accident and it was the most cool thing I think I've ever accidentally stumbled upon and you just spend hours just sitting there and looking around so my biggest thing is don't be afraid to explore the city and see the landmarks don't necessarily go directly for the quote tourist traps that are out there yeah and for me so like I said earlier I do radio podcasts that's kind of been my deal at the U of O and unfortunately there just aren't very many of us who do that so there wasn't really like on our actual J school trip there wasn't really a place that we went that had like we went places that had podcasting operations but we didn't talk to podcast people and we didn't go to any radio stations so for me it was really important to make some visits while I was there by myself and that ended up being the best part of my whole trip this it was like I everything else was fine but these two meetings that I did on my own made the whole trip worth it to me because like I was kind of feeling a little bogged down by the middle of the week and then on Wednesday I had a meeting first at WNYC and then at the New York Times audio department 
and the professors originally were telling me like oh you might get like 30 minutes with them they're probably really busy and so that's what I was expecting because I knew that at least the guy at WNYC had a big meeting that that day and I was expecting to maybe also the whole Comey thing broke the day before so I was expecting them to cancel on me so I was just stoked to like get to be there for a few minutes they both gave me both places gave me an hour and a half just walking around That's and it crazy. was I felt like I really got to know the people I was talking to or at least as much as you can in an hour and a half in sort of a semi-professional setting um and also I think it really stands out to people when you take the initiative and actually go just to visit and just to ask questions oh yeah like and I, at least for radio people they love to talk about themselves so like you just be like so how'd you get here and then they'll talk to you for like a half an hour just like that with that one question they'll tell you your their whole life story and just like ask them like a little bit of career advice along the way I got some really good career advice um and like what to do next kind of things because I haven't really had that as a podcast person so that was really really valuable um and I absolutely I no one else really on like our visit like on the J school visit kind of made those appointments and I just feel really bummed for everyone else because like I got a full tour of the New York Times no one else did so she's not bragging guys (laughs) she's just stating facts I think one thing you pointed out that should be acknowledged and then added to is the fact that you know these people are taking their time and they love to talk about themselves but I mean the very fact that you got to meet with two different publications after one of the biggest stories of 2017 broke and they still took an hour and a half out of their time to talk with you that's amazing and one of the things somebody mentioned in Um, our agency visits was that you know thank you cards are so outdated in terms of like they're no longer you know a typical source of communication that receiving one makes you feel ultra special so if you can take 20 minutes to write a thank you card a genuine sincere thank you card and mail it to somebody because they're taking their time to meet with you they're taking valuable time to meet with you And you want to thank them for that because then not only does it thank them and make them feel good, but you also stand out to them in the future if you try to apply anywhere. Yeah, I actually sent the guy at WNYC a pair of KLCC 50th anniversary socks with my thank you card he, he's an oh, alumni he used to he used Atlanta. to be a reporter at klcc i thought he would appreciate it okay he definitely <laughs> appreciates it but like if you're a hashtag broke college kid you're a $10, simple dude. thank you card goes <laughs> well well you also work there so mm-hmm. i mean that's true right so what was like the moment that hit you as your favorite moment in new york city ever where you were just sort of like oh my god i'm like if it was a movie and your epic theme song is playing and you're doing like an awesome like surround filming thing that moment would be the moment that they're capturing right now well I'm such a nerd so it's like my favorite moments were probably meeting some people that I've heard through my headphones talking to me like I met Michael Barbaro the host of the daily which is the New York Times morning podcast I mean we kind of met like I said hi and he was like oh hello but like that made that probably made my like whole week was just saying hi to Michael Barbaro. Also, I like caught a glimpse of some cool people at WNYC, like Jad Abumrad from Radio Lab on the media people. I don't know, just like those little moments, like seeing the people that I've really looked up to and aspire to be were my favorite moments. I also I did go to on my really long jet lag day, I did go to the public library and walked around there and that was really, really nice as well. That's really cool. 
Um, for me personally, I would have to say it's a tie between the day on Tuesday I actually pitched to a client and unfortunately we weren't picked for first but he is still considering idea our idea to produce which is awesome so just that whole experience of pitching we can talk about that in a later episode was incredible for me but the moment that made me be like oh my gosh I'm here I'm in New York and this is amazing was actually our last day doing agency visits it was on Friday and we started off the morning in Brooklyn at 72 and sunny and I'm looking and I'm talking with this guy shout out to Dylan if you're out there you're and listening thanks for meeting with me um so the office at 72 and sunny actually overlooks the Brooklyn Bridge and I just remember looking at that skyline and I kind of like pinched myself because I'm like oh my god I'm actually here and you know I was riding the subway to go to another appointment and I realized halfway through the subway ride, I didn't need to follow like a map anymore. I just knew where to get off and when to like do stuff. So for me, it sort of hit like, oh my gosh, I'm officially a New Yorker in a sense because I'm like, I'm just finding my way through the city without my cell phone. This is pretty cool, guys. I love it. I love it when you get to that point of knowing a place. You know you're officially a New Yorker when you walk with so much confidence, people move out of their way for you. And then you get asked for directions. Dude, someone asked me for directions. It was Same. so cool. Oh my gosh. And I then I had it. to be like, no, I'm not from here. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I wish I could help you, but. Anyway, I think we've actually gone over our time limit by now. But um, thanks so much for listening, you guys. Again, I'm Francisca Monahan. I'm the senior podcast editor here at The Daily Emerald. And I'm Emily Garcia. I am the host of the idea industry series and you can follow us on twitter uh you can follow me at emily underscore calais that's k-a-l-e-i and i'm at franny monahan with an i-e not a y and if you liked what you heard here you can listen to more daily emerald podcasts including past episodes of the idea industry on soundcloud and itunes as well as the daily emerald homepage. and if you are listening on itunes if you want to maybe write us a little review that wouldn't be so bad either it helps other people find us and let them know that what we're making is worth listening to thank you so much and we will chit chat with you next week bye bye